cheers. She has a little off. It's a little flat, if you ask me. <laughs> well, it's because of what's in our glass, actually. We are spicing it up today and doing the old seltzer game in wine glasses. I know, because we needed the cheers, like usual, but mm. we bought so many of these Vizzies, so not an ad or anything, but it's they're so good. We have a pineapple mango. Mm-hmm. And they're low carb, low Got anti calories, antioxidants in them. Yeah, so we're getting healthy. our alcohol yeah, in, but right. also being super healthy. And it's kind of one of those drinks where you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, you don't feel bad cracking one. We may or may not be drinking at one o'clock right now <laughs> as we record this. But also, too, what did we do yesterday? Sat by the pool and just drank seltzers. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing afternoon. And that's exactly what you use it for. That's right. I don't know. You don't get... They're easy on the belly. And... How fucked up is too fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get messed up with them. No. So um, I'm glad we put the E next to this podcast because now we can speak freely like that's that. Right. And when the basic bitches <laughs> say there's no law with the white claw. I don't like white claws, <laughs> though. I, there's a huge difference between white claws, trulies... And also these Vizzies. Let's let's be honest. Everybody has a seltzer game out now. Yeah. It's like impossible to keep up. Budweiser? Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Like, why? I don't know. Bud Light? I'll Come try on. them all. Line them up. <laughs> I'm a sucker for them. Well, I think Bud Light has like a fall thing going on right now. And a they're pumpkin like, spice it sounds seltzer? Like an apple. It sounds disgusting if... I'd try it once. I would do it. Maybe <laughs> next time we're going to do a sampling of, of, seltzers? of seltzers. I don't know. Um, so. And the rule would be you have to finish the whole thing. Oh, man. <laughs> In a half hour. That's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're a little too much. But perspective on life and Josh and I have been just talking this whole weekend and trying to not only come up with a lot more topics, but like perspective on our lives. And I want Josh to kind of go into, we love analogies, mm -hmm. go into this analogy story type of thing. So I was reading this book and the one little story that was What's in What's the it, book called? I'm sorry. It's Your Time. By Joel Olstein. That's right. And so it's really faith-based, but it also is a great personal development type book and it ties you know God and stuff into your life but it also has a bunch of little nuggets inside of here that I love pulling out and the one story which two things actually the first story I'm going to go into is about perspective and it was this little boy trying to play the game of baseball and he wanted to be the best batter out there he wanted to every time be up at the plate hit home runs and so he was out in the backyard practicing hitting and he'd throw the ball up and he'd swing and a miss. And then he'd throw the ball up again, swing and a miss. So he's like, man, two strikes, all right. Third time, throws the ball up, swing and a miss. He's like, well, he picks the ball up and he looks at it and he goes, if I can't be the best batter in the world, I got three strikes against myself, I'm gonna become the best pitcher in the world. Mm. And I thought you know, that was awesome because you know, sometimes we look at failures over and over again where you know they're the treacherous roads we have to go down and that's the lessons that we learn but if we change our perspective on what we're trying to do maybe we're not meant to be that great batter yeah as much as we want to be that's not our destiny 
that's not what we were designed or created to be. Yeah. So he looked at it as, I just struck myself out three times. Maybe I'm not the best batter. I'm going to become the best pitcher. And then the other analogy that I wanted to share was, Krista showed this to me, and I saw it before on Instagram. It's been floating around. It was a giraffe painting a lion. <laughs> Sounds so silly, right? But, you know, all of us aren't as tall as a giraffe, so our perspective at looking at a lion is at its face, at its, you know, at its teeth, at its mane, all that kind of stuff. But a giraffe's perspective, he was painting the lion, and it was literally just his back. And yep. like from a from an aerial view of it. And it looked like a, a penis. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, again, it's how we look at things. And, you know, going into a situation, maybe we are so focused at looking at it one way or we continually beat a dead horse by trying it over and over again, only one avenue, one way that we keep going down, where that perspective, maybe if you just take a different look at it. Like I remember growing up, and I was handy. I'd always be building things, like whether it was BMX jumps out of wood or whether I eventually got into cars and, and working on project vehicles, stuff like that. You know, I'd be working on something and I'd get frustrated. I'd get burned out. I'd, I'd lose my mind over this one thing. And then my dad would come home from work and it would take him two minutes of looking at this problem that spent all day, I've spent all day on. And he'd be like, well, dummy, why don't you just do it this way? And it was just a different perspective, fresh new eyes. And, you know, years of experience, but yeah. he could just look at something at a different angle and be like, well, you've been trying it this way. Obviously, square, you know, square uh, peg in a round hole is not going to work all the time. Mm -hmm. But maybe if you just round those edges off, it will go in. And yeah. And I like I have a lot of thoughts going in my in my head right now. Um, but a lot of us, I mean, Think of the definition of insanity. It is knocking on the same door, expecting a different result every single time. Where in order to change and grow and develop as a person in your career, in your business. On yourself. On yourself, in your relationships, in literally everything. If you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, beating a dead horse, I don't like that. And like, but anyways, beating a dead horse over and over again, like, what are you one learning and you're not changing anything and you're having the same result. Mm -hmm. So like easiest thing is like fitness. If you have been doing something for say, I don't know, six months and you're not seeing any changes and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm just going to give up. No, like you just need to do something a little bit different mm -hmm. and change your perspective on different things. Right. And, and it, it kind of goes with like those, those habits that we talk about because it's so easy to, you know, work on creating good habits, but sometimes people will create what they think is good habits, right? And they have the perspective of, hey, in these next six months, I'm going to lose 20, 30 pounds or whatever it is. But like what you said is, you know, maybe those habits and those exercises and those things that they're doing aren't the correct ones for them. So they have to be able to change their mindset on that stuff and also be accepting to trying something different. Yeah. Or changing their perspective on how quickly you're going to lose weight. 
I was just talking to a client and like you should be happy that you've lost eight pounds in a month because that is slow and steady. It didn't take me like six months to lose like close to 100 pounds. It took me years. Literally, I think it took me like a year and a half, two years because it's all about consistency and staying with the grind of everything but also I changed it up so much I went from working out at Planet Fitness and literally only doing the elliptical to then okay I'm gonna try you know when I got into Zumba and then I tried that and then I started lifting weights and I was continually evolving because I knew that I'm sorry, these seltzers are making me like burp and I'm trying to like hold it back. Let, but... one, let one go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't think seltzers were a good idea for a podcast, Joshua. <laughs> but the moral of the story that you have one tunnel vision perspective, you only see your goal and you only see it one way. When you can remove those blinders and kind of think of different ways to get to your goal and change your habits like you said and maybe it's more than that too like we went to um a state I'm not gonna, North Carolina sure. and nothing wrong with the state the city that we went to but for some reason I wasn't backstory we wanted to move back to the east coast and we have been like looking at different places to live so if you have any recommendations other than pennsylvania send them our way um just kidding we have two in mind and we thought we're like yes it's we're gonna be closer to family the cost of living is like half of what it is in arizona and we can live comfortably and raise a family all this kind of stuff and our perspective of it was this grand thing what you expect isn't always what is out there mm -hmm. and we got there and i was like wow i don't like it here and don't get me wrong it was probably like the worst time because my father just passed and like i wasn't thinking and seeing clearly you were on at the emotional same. roller coaster at that yeah. point and i was just like can you just get me home so i could just go in my own bed and sleep like i'm done <laughs> but to that point like what you think mm -hmm. sometimes back to the baseball analogy story what you think you may be going towards probably isn't what your expected outcome of what god or the universe has in store for you mm -hmm. and i you know we're all built for a purpose in life I, I truly feel like we're all put on this earth to to be something or to give back in some kind of way or be that shining light for yeah. somebody right? we all have that calling that calling mm -hmm. and a lot of us will never pursue it we just kind of get into that habit of the daily grind we lose ourselves we kind of get more or less entangled into materialistic things and we start chalking up and making, you know, a, a list of material things that we want and where we want to be in life, which is not bad, but I feel like 
the 1% of people really want to dive into themselves and figure out what is my purpose here on earth? Yeah. You know, we have one life to live, right? And what can I do? What kind of change can I bring to somebody's life, somebody, you know, or, or leave behind? Um, and our perspective is one thing as humans, what we want, right? Yeah. But what we're truly put on earth to do is another thing. And we have to go through our journey in life and try to figure that out. What gives us true fulfillment and joy, regardless of a paycheck or whatever it may be, keeping up with the Joneses, with the material things, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like perspective wise, you know, we go down certain paths because we try to force the outcome or we try to force to be something that we're not designed or meant to be. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. And so through that journey, if we take the losses as lessons, and if we truly find ourselves through that journey, you know, our end game or result of what that journey was may look completely different than what we ever initially thought it would be. Yeah, which is kind of scary at the same time because you could be working towards a goal mm -hmm. that you have in mind mm -hmm. that is not your end goal. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So... Because I feel, not to cut you off, sweetie, You're fine. But like through our journey, doors are always opening. Yeah. And if we are so focused on that goal and that result... That tunnel vision. That tunnel vision, which is not a bad thing, mm -mm. but also explore those opening doors because you never know what kind of curveball you're going to be thrown yeah and that may far exceed your dreams that you've ever thought mm -hmm. say it's like for a job or something and you were so focused on having this certain title okay say it's a manager position a boss of some sort high ceo or whatever it may be but <laughs> say you're going through this journey climbing up the ranks in a, in a business corporation but yet maybe a new job or somebody Somebody offers you a position within that company that you're like, no, that's not on my radar. That's not on my stepping stones of what I want. Well, you never know that that job may create more contacts, better relationships. Yeah. You might meet somebody outside of your company that's going to offer you that CEO position at another company because you're going to shine. Yeah. You, you never know what kind of doors are going to open if you constantly just, you know, disregard all those opening doors. Yeah. Are there's you a lot of, there's a lot of talking, doors opening right now. Are you talking about me? <laughs> talking in general. I always thought I wanted to, you know, climb the corporate ladder and like be, and I, I still do want to be in a leadership role to influence other people and help them believe in themselves because I feel like there's not a lot of that in some corporations and I would love to be that person. Have I been shot down a lot? A hundred percent. But I'm not giving up, but I'm also, other doors have opened and I'm like, whoa, I never thought about that. And, you and I'm just, I'm going for it because you never know. And you also never know when your time is gonna come too. Yeah. So being relentless on always constantly trying to go for that promotion, go for those jobs, that's a good thing. Like some people get discouraged and there's been conversations where you're like, I'm done. This is it. I'm never going for another one again. I'm a stubborn Taurus and that's just who I am. And I'm always like, honey, you never know the next one might be it. 
like like say a starving actress or something like that, yep. right? You know, she keeps going for auditions, keeps getting turned down, whatever it may be. You never know if you were to just give up, throw in the towel. It could have been the next one that you had on the schedule that you said, you know what, I'm not doing that one because I'm fed up. Yeah. That could have been the one. Exactly. And I have, this is what I say to people um, that I coach. Just literally have your pity party for the day. Build a bridge, get the heck over it, and start working again. And all the things that you're doing to develop yourself, listening to this podcast, reading these books, making connections with people in corporations, and just having those contacts, you, you're you building yourself. And like you said, one day it may come up. But maybe if you have a different perspective on it of... Okay, I had my one day of a pity party, thank you. And then the next day I thought, okay, now I can focus on what matters. And at that point, my dad was getting sick and I'm kind of glad I didn't get the positions. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't have been able to take off a month mm -hmm. without worrying about everything while being by my dad's side type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's all about perspective. And also, too, like, the stories we make up in our head. Oh, yeah. About, like, situations. Mm -hmm. And you brought this up. Like, how would you integrate this into perspective? Well, I think a lot of, a lot of us walk around with fear of and stories that we make in our own mind of perspective and this is follow me here, guys, of what people <laughs> think of us, right? And so what other people's perspective is of us. Yeah. And, you know, you may have maybe said something inappropriate to somebody at one point, or, you know, maybe they caught you at a bad time and you were acting like a fool or something like that. And you're yeah. like, oh, great. That's the lasting impression that I left on that person like that's how they're always going to remember me or that's what they think of me yeah when that's probably not true at all like you know I I generally try not to make assumptions of people until I get to know them mm -hmm. and then once I get to truly know them have a heart-to-heart -heart or something like that you get to find out who somebody really is right yeah. and if they open up and you get to you know then you can make a call of whether hey this is somebody I want to keep in my circle or kind of keep them at arm's length right yeah Filtering your life. I right. think we've touched on that before. Sure. But, so, you know, the perspective, we walk around and... <laughs> we walk around worried about what other people think of us when all other people think of is what we think of them. So no one's ever really making judgments <laughs> on other people. Yes. We are so concerned about what other people think of us mm -hmm. when they're in the same boat we are and, and no one's actually making any assumption at all because yeah. we're just so worried about how do people perceive me how do people th am i pretty enough do they like am i wearing high enough fashion that they're not going to think i'm a bum no like, one cares because no one they're cares. more worried about themselves exactly exactly because if you're worried about you i'm pretty sure that other person is worried about themselves as well and let me tell you the more the person has the Gucci bag, the Louis Vuitton shoes, and the high-end clothes and getting out of their G-Wagon. The red bottoms. <laughs> they're more worried about what other people think of them than, yeah. you know, yeah. than anybody. I know. And I always have, like, that at the, at the gym. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not the one 
like bring back baggy shirts and like just sweatpants to the gym. Mm -hmm. Like that's the kind of feel that I want again. Not this like and like more power. Barely winning wearing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine if you want to feel good, look good, all of that. Take it in, like get that confidence, girl, whatever you have to do. But me, like, I just wear baggy shirts and like leggings to the gym and you'll be lucky if I put any makeup on or brush my hair that day. But you're there for yourself, <laughs> not to impress others. Yeah. And I think with life circumstances, you start to, and I think I stopped giving a shit what other people thought as soon as I turned 30 because I, like, I genuinely do not care. Like, I will be myself and I'm not going to try and fit anyone's box. Mm-hmm anymore because i have to i have to worry about myself absolutely hands down but back to your perspective and i wanted to bring this into i think everyone can relate with this with a job um you've all heard that analogy you know we all think about the grass is greener on the other side mm -hmm. and you know sometimes you're in a job position where you know you just constantly look at all the negatives every day you sign in and, you know, you're just like, oh, another day here, another this, another that, right? We made it to Friday. Right. You know, all that kind of thought. And then, you know, you think about, well, you know, there's the same job position with this X, Y, and Z company. You know, maybe it's different over there. Maybe I should go for it there. So then you quit your job, you get hired at this new place. And after a month or two, you find out, oh, no, it's the same shit what I was putting up with. And I have to start all over with seniority, with making friends, with... You know, all that kind of stuff, right? So perspective on this is we always focus looking over the fence. The grass is greener on the other side. But what happens if you were to take your side and just water it a little bit? Yeah, the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah, you know, where you focus, the energy flows, right? And so a lot of times I, I will talk, not talk people out of quitting their job. I mean, if it's an absolute shit show and it's a terrible, you're and being mistreated. And it's ruining your mental health right. as well. Then, then, okay, it's a different conversation. But if you're just like, well, I don't know if this is for me or, you know, the, that, that kind of stuff. And I'm just tired of the bull crap, this and this. Well, you know what? All companies are going to have the same problems. Mm -hmm. You know, it just might be a little bit more sugar-coated and a little bit more gold plated that's about it and brushed under the rug <laughs> still the same shit so you know perspective like you know what take a step back look at what your current circumstances are look at what you have label and list all the positives that you have maybe you have seniority maybe you have freedom to do this and that that you wouldn't if you were to switch jobs maybe there's hours that work for you maybe you have it in with you know maybe you have it in with a couple people up in management where, you know, you kind of get away with certain things where if you were to go to another company, you'd have to start all over again, yeah. right? There's a lot of perks to just kind of looking at what you already have and then be like, okay, these are my circumstances. This is my positives. These are my negatives. Well, let me work on my negatives. Try to water them a little bit. Fertilize them. them do me... all the things. Right. And you, you know what? you're the creator of your own destiny, you might be able to change your current circumstances with what you have yeah. just by changing your mindset. And you might create that job that you wanted or that atmosphere that you wanted without having to quit a job. Yeah. Or I'm just going to be devil's advocate here. Sure. 
Or maybe you know it's not the job for you. And Mm. maybe you know that there's something out there that is pulling at your heart, but you just don't have the gazuntas to go for it. Like, I, I love, like, what you're saying, but sometimes the job that you're in, you can water it, you can fertilize it, you can plant new seeds, you can do all this shit, but if it's not what is going back to your calling and your purpose, why are you feeding it? Why are you watering it when it's already dead and you can't bring it back to life because it has nothing to do with your calling and your purpose. And I think of that in my life of I know what I want to do and I have figured this out with a lot of different things. So I want to give you something to try. And I want you to kind of list out every little thing that you've ever thought of doing and it can be like things that are really random like i love pets and i've always wanted to like volunteer like and do all the pet stuff so kind of like a bucket list kind of but write a list of jobs or Mm, careers careers like or things that you gen like genuinely love to do But remove the judgment of if you'll actually be good at it. Remove that judgment and remove the money factor as well. Because yes, money helps. But sometimes it's more about your calling that will lead you to a greater good Mm -hmm. in your life. So I always urge people like list everything out. I don't know where my list is right now without making a lot of noise, but it was like interior designer. I think you also put like a real estate agent on there. Real estate agent, like all of these like random things that I never thought of, but. You have interest in. I I love it. Mm -hmm. I love real estate. I love interior designing. I love all that kind of stuff, but. I know this is helpful and speaking to someone who may be kind of lost or their perspective is kind of, you know, lost as well. Like Mm -hmm. you're just lost in translation of where you're supposed to be in life and you feel off. And I know I'm not the only one that feels this sometimes of I need to be doing more and I need to be doing my calling. Mm -hmm. Damn it. And then you get frustrated and you don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. So utilize that tool. Yeah. Um, I just thought of this topic because I've been in those positions where I was focusing on other things. Like, so back to... Well, I'll just use it like in life. Like, you know, sometimes I get so swept up in the newest and greatest things, all this kind of stuff, right? And I lose my perspective of how great I currently have it, my circumstances are. And you know what? Maybe my current vehicle suits all my needs and I don't need the newest and flashy thing, right? Like I get so swept up in all that kind of stuff. Um, Or like my current house, you know, it's homey. I can raise a family here. Like, you know, yes, there are bigger and better. There's always 
there's that always out there. gonna be bigger, better. Right. But you know, change your perspective and just be like, okay, instead of listing all the negatives, list list some positives yeah. and kind of flip your mindset when it comes to what you're focusing on. Mm. So with that being said, we're going to chug the rest of the seltzer and hit the hay, man. Just kidding. It's only one o'clock. It's two o'clock. Pretty much. <laughs> I wish it's raining here. It's just one of those like cozy days. But mm. if you love this, share it, like it, hit that follow button for notifications and whatever you're listening on. We love y'all so, so much and appreciate everything. Go out there and be relentless in everything that you do. All right, guys. See ya. Bye.